Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part five, the exciting conclusion of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much. And now enjoy the exciting conclusion of the podcast. Like, I expected to see Frank Stallone like drinking some fucking cheap wine, singing "Take You Back" next to the fucking garbage can. But they they all just stop. Oh, yeah, let's just warm up next to this garbage can. It's goddamn ridiculous. It's fucking insane. There's a woman wearing like a negligee top, but those '80s aerobics bottoms, mm-hmm. and I was just like. Where the fuck was she when she was kidnapped? Like she's right? half, she's wearing like a negligee up top, and like was she, like anyway, not none of none of the wardrobe in this makes any sense. No, and then Jack shows up. He's all this fucking under the power of the plutonium man, and then this is insane. John takes out a pocket mirror. Yes, yeah, he shows up. Jack shows up, starts talking to Randy. As the plutonium killer. And she says, Randy, look, there's the ninja. And Jack is like, yeah, so what? And then she says, oh my God, you're not Jack. And John pulls out literally a I'm lost in the woods signaling mirror and shines it in Jack's eyes. And his face melts off and it's the plutonium killer. Yeah. So was he Jack? And I don't where's, understand. Where's Jack? I, I don't know. I don't understand because the the movie's gone completely off the goddamn rails right now. Yeah, it's just we're 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 there's no sense in steering now. There's like, no point in steering at this yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> right at a right at a strange brew when they're going down the, the mountain pass. Yeah, well, like, there's no, no brakes. Well, there's no point in steering now. Hey, the the plutonium man comes at him with the Cadillac, and I think it's sped up. But John legit does a really cool flip out of the way. And yep. I think it might have been, it might have been backwards, but the this is car fucking speeds insane. Off. What what is that? You explain this to me. I don't know because he, the plutonium killer slaps Randy around, throws her in the car, and then drives at John. John flips out of the way and does several extra flips, and then the plutonium killer backs up at John, who again does several unnecessary flips out of the way. As the plutonium killer drives away, John pulls out a fucking garden fork with yeah, a rope a three on it pronged, 
fork. Like literally, it's not a, a garden ninja hoe. tool. It's literally, it's literally a little garden fork, like a yep. hand fork. And he throws it, and it hooks the back of the truck. He's getting dragged, not truck. He's getting dragged behind this boat of a car. He pulls himself up the trunk. He kicks the fucking trunk open, and then again they do a reverse shot where he flips up somehow. Dude, that was the funniest goddamn thing in the movie. <laughs> I like, know, right? he's, you got it. It's it's going to be hard to explain, but basically he is he's being dragged. He pulls the rope until he gets up to the car. <laughs> he flips over on his back, so now his head is by the bumper. He's yep. being dragged down the street. He flips both legs up and kicks the trunk, which it opens, and then. <laughs> Somehow, from his back and a fucking car moving, he flips up and lands in the trunk and closes the trunk as the car drives off. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It is crazy. Like, it is insane. It it looks ridiculous, but I'm actually surprised that they pulled off a shot that actually that actually you can see him going into the trunk because he yes. basically just, they basically just pulled in tight. So you just see the back of the car and he was in the trunk and he basically did a front roll out of the trunk onto yep. the ground when the car is not moving and they basically reversed it. And it's fucking crazy. This is, this movie goes completely insane now because the plutonium killer and Randy show up at the airport into the airplane hangar and they kill a couple of mechanics who die in the most dramatically ineffective way ever. And then the, the plutonium killer and Randy are sprinting across this hangar. And he's like, <laughs> like got this face on him. Like, Oh my God, I got to get there. John shows up, kills a couple of dudes, hits a guy in the face with a smoke bomb, jumps down, kicks the ass out of a couple of those guys. Plutonium killer runs out to the helicopter with Randy. And a guy with a machine gun is sitting on top of the rotor blades of a helicopter, John takes out a bladed, like, spiked fan and throws yeah. it at the guy, which kills him without ever hitting him because it's not there when he dies. Yeah, it's not there. Like, he just throws the fan. So it must have been a lost take. But anyway, Something. yeah, he throws the fan and it gets him in the neck and kills him instantly. And then John goes outside and we get our our somewhat final showdown here between John and the plutonium killer. John does a hell of a backflip round off here with a little pop at the end. That's does nice. he ever? It's actually, <laughs> but I like, I like it. That's his preferred mode of travel. Like, Hey man, got to go 40 feet. Why not cartwheel <laughs> and backflip the entire way? Cartwheel and back handspring. The plutonium killer tries to, they get in a little scrap here. John is fighting him. He's got a, the plutonium killer's got a sword. John pulls out his fan the plutonium killer tries to yeah, cut the, the back of John's head off. The handle the, of the his handles of the sword <laughs> is is right at the. It goes right up his neck to the base of his skull, and he fucking swings it like a Carlton Fisk. Like he <laughs> fucking swings it, and it hits the hits the handle. Oh yeah, of the sword he has on his back, which is kind of cool. This is insane. It's completely mental. Like they literally try. He, John tries to do the three Stooges pokey with yeah. the eye thing, and he blocks it. Then he tries to go back, and, like, the plutonium killer's uh, sword collapses. Like, John pushes the, yes. the blade into the, hu- into the hilt. he takes his, like, Tanto-type sword and tries to flick his glasses off, like, three or four times, and he can't. But it's, he can't? 
it's really bad. Like it's like I don't even know. I don't even know what's it's going hilarious. on. Like another guy shows up, puts a gun to his head. He throws another chalk bomb in his face that from like six again, inches just away. Bounces. Yeah, from six inches, and it basically just bounces off his face. It sure does. And then he does like six wheel kicks. Yep. And the helicopter starts to take off. And, and now the New York Ninja is hanging from the helicopter. 20 feet below the helicopter. As it just does circles around the parking lot next to the Hudson River. Yeah. This is insane. It's really, it's goofy, man. It's, it's some goofy, goofy shit. Fuck. And John, the Ninja, I mean, nice shot of the New York City skyline here as they fly off in the helicopter over the harbor but john climbs up the rope here yeah and randy is looking on in horror like oh my god john gets up to the strut of the helicopter but randy's eye line is looking straight ahead yes and not <laughs> up <laughs> john john is hanging off the strut of the helicopter the guy opens the door of the helicopter and john kicks up and the plutonium killer says, oh, my face. But John Ow, kicked nowhere face. near his face. Yeah, nowhere near his face. Oh, my God, dude. They throw John off the helicopter and they're like, okay, get us. The plutonium killer says, okay, get us out of here. And then you see the little hook go click, click and grab onto the strut of the helicopter. John threw his little Batman grappling hook. Yes. But John threw a bomb in the helicopter, Chad. And oh, my God, is that a bomb? And the worst explosion I've ever seen. First of all, it's a different fucking helicopter. Like, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's a red helicopter. They were just in a. So now we cut to a red one. helicopter, like that's flying, and it's basically like an explosion that's overlaid on top of the helicopter. You <laughs> yep, don't see the helicopter explode. You just see them. They just layered an explosion over top of it, and it explodes, oh. and somehow. <laughs> John. John is in the downtown <laughs> downtown area, and he's standing at the top of the ladder, and he drops this rope that looks like his nuts uh, <laughs> down to the cops. And it's not even, like, cut or burnt. Like, there's a knot in the bottom of the rope. Yeah. Yeah. And the cops are like, come down here, no tricks, come on. And then there's, like, five cops plus uh, Detective Flores taking John, the ninja, away here. And the cops are like, ah, oh, let's see who this guy is. Yeah. And the cops, the, the black guy's like, well, we'll see him when we get him there. It's okay. Don't have to, don't have to see his face yet. And then we hear woo woo in the whistling and all the kids, all the kids come out with hooray for New York ninja signs. And they're still in their ninja suits. They all have, we love ninja in that super racist writing. <laughs> like, in the... Yeah. In that, <laughs> in that Asian style <laughs> font. Oh my god! And the cops are all like, oh, "Look at these cute kids!" And then John yeah, literally these like, "Yeah, kids are cute." This, the John like looks up into the left, like, mm, and then he just squats down and disappears <laughs> slowly. Do you remember when I? Okay, soon as I saw that, because we were when we did um, uh, Jet Li and Fearless, mm -hmm. and they poisoned the tea. Yep. And I said, you said if William I was going to recast it, yep. I would put William Hung, and I would just have him slowly dip out of frame after he he would look left and right and slowly dip <laughs> yep. out of frame. That's exactly what John does here. Just like that. That is exactly. Like when I said, okay, make this movie a piece of shit, and I said I'd have William Hung do this, that's exactly what John does. Yep. So 
I mean, I feel vindicated in some ways, but, you, should. you know, it's amazing. You should. And then we cut to back to Party Roof, and John is here, and he's holding his I Love New York Ninja button, and he's super happy. And then Randy shows up, and she's like, oh, my God, it's the New York Ninja. He's the real hero. And John, who's looking directly at camera, much like the end of Enter the Ninja, winks. Exactly. Winks, points at the camera. <laughs> and then we get the... Uh, John doing the flying sidekick under the bridge with the Flash. The New York Ninja will return in L.A. Ninja. Yeah. Which One of the greatest endings ever. It was an awesome, awesome ending. This film, I don't know, like we've discussed it and we've tried to discuss it in detail, but what we say cannot do this film justice. No. Like you really, you really, really have to experience this to, uh, to really appreciate it because it is... Man, again, no disrespect to the people that made this film, but this film is pure garbage, and it's hilarious, and I really like it. Like, I really like it. Like, I had a really good time. Like, I was laughing my ass off the whole time. 100%. I I could not like this movie more. It's so bad, and it's so cheese. But if you're a fan of B-movie martial arts, this is top of the food chain. Like, this is hysterical. It makes no sense. It's it's out of control. The martial arts are atrocious, but it's hilarious. Yeah, it's complete dog shit. Yeah, and the whole plutonium man and rat tail and all that foolishness like was just it was just amazing. I had so much fun, like because I was laughing my ass off the entire time. Like yeah. I was really laughing my ass off the whole time. And John Liu, he he went for it, and uh, here we are. Bravo for going for it, man. All right, brother, that's a wrap on New York Ninja. Let's jump into the categories. What do you give this for music, soundtrack, Foley? (laughs) I'm going to go right down the middle. I'm going to go two and a half fists out of five. The original film, all of the the audio was lost. Like, they really had no audio. Actually, you know what? I'm going to bump it up. I'm going to bump it, bump it up. I'm going to give it four fists out of five. Yeah. Just because... Of the hard work that they did on the restoration and the fact that we had Leanna Quigley and Don Wilson and Cynthia Rothrock. You know what? Honestly, honestly, Michael Behrman, they did a really good job at recreating the audio on this. Like they they really, really, really did. So yeah, for that, it's uh, four fifths out of five for uh, the audio work in this film. It has to be like the, the audio work in this film and the work that the vinegar syndrome people did. Like, fucking bravo, man, for real. I, I, I'm i going to go 4.5 fists out of 5 because to capture to capture the 1985 or 84-ness of this movie, yeah. they, they they did a great job. So, yeah, I got to go 4.5 fists out of 5 for that. Yeah, and we even have a New York Ninja song that yeah. they prepared. So, you know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with my uh, 4 fists out of 5 on this. Really good. Nice. What about acting? Well, there's okay. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta scale it. I gotta give two scores. Yeah, I me. Too. I was just gonna scores. say me too. So the 1984 crew, I give one fist. <laughs> so the, the 1984 crew gets one fist out of five. Yeah. The voice actors, I have to give five fists out of five. So Stellar. for everyone that, because I think in a lot of ways that they they were playing to what they were seeing on the screen in the ADR. Because yeah. at the beginning when 
he's like, oh my God, I'm going to be a daddy. <laughs> like, I could just see Don, like, Don Wilson must have had a blast in the in the booth doing this. So, yeah, there's no um, way he didn't. I Yeah, the, the, the voice acting, surprisingly, was fantastic. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think Don Wilson must have had a blast doing this. I'm sure they told him, look, we're going for 80s cheese. Don't try and kill yourself acting. Lay it out like this is your first time on a set ever. Yeah, because and he did, and I'm sure he had a fun time. So I, I gotta go. I gotta go four and a half, five fifths out of five for the voice acting part. When John, when John at the very beginning grabs her by the shoulders and robotically pulls her in <laughs> and doesn't make eye contact and looks down the street like 200 yep. yards and says, "I love you, I very love much. you." Like that, that acting is such dog shit. I like it's glorious. It's a glorious one. It's a glorious one fist out of five for me on the actual acting. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't, in good conscience, go higher than that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I really can't because, like, as as much as I like the movie, it's it's terrible. Like, <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. So I have to, yeah. I have to split the scores, like you said. What about martial arts? <sighs> well, this That's is hard kind one. of a mixed bag as well because, okay, first of all. The martial arts are horrible. Yep. But I really enjoyed it because yep. it was dog shit. Because I was laughing my ass off. So I'm going to go 3.5 <laughs> fists out of 5 for martial arts. Only because of how much I enjoyed them on screen. Because they were not good. But I found myself smiling and laughing the whole time so that's why i'm gonna go 3.5 fists out of five for martial arts yeah i have to kind of mirror that i'm gonna go three fists out of five because the same reason like they're so bad but when i'm watching these fights like again it's the definition of waiting around syndrome you can just watch guys stand there yeah while john ineffectively kicks and punches their compatriots yeah for 20 seconds until their turn comes up to take their shitty punch at him which he ineffectively blocks. When there's a dude wearing like a kendo mask, jeans, <laughs> and a fucking jock strap, like holding like a pool cue, standing there yep. for 12 to 18 seconds, literally in clear shot of the guy. Like, mm-hmm. that's really, really bad. With but dumb you're Donald laughing hack. your ass off because you're just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? This guy's got electrical tape on to keep his hoodie up and cover his <laughs> eyes. And he. And he just got beat up by a child. Like, it's <laughs> literally like a seven year old. It's, yeah. So it's re- like, it's probably some of the worst martial arts I've seen. Yep. But at the same time, they were really entertaining because they were so goddamn goofy. 100%. Would you use Sammo Hung in this movie to make it better? Uh, no, this movie does not deserve to be better. This movie <laughs> deserves to stay. On the bottom rung of the ladder, man. Like, it really does. Yep. You put Samo in here, it just, it the whole thing falls apart. Because you enjoy this movie because it's so shitty and cheesy. Yeah. So you have to keep Samo out because then it just, the whole illusion falls apart. You see the man behind the curtain. Yeah. Well, because Samo would lend integrity to this and actual real martial arts. And then everything yeah, goes out can't... the window. The whole, the whole house yeah. of cards comes down. So it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't work. Samo can't work with those fucking shitheads dressed as the fucking <laughs> village people and stuff. Like Samo can't, Samo can't work with them. Like nope. you're, you're just creating a, 
you're creating an environment that just doesn't work. Not conducive. Would would you use William Hung to fuck this up more? Could you? Is yeah. it possible to fuck this up more? Well, no, it's not possible. Because <laughs> you can't make this movie worse than it is. No. But I uh, I think I would put William Hung in as uh, Rat Tail. Nice. Just because... That was the worst fight scene, and it can't like it can't get worse. So no, that, yeah. let's put William Hung in as Rat Tail and see where it goes. Where would you put William Hung to try to make this movie worse? I'd put him as the Plutonium Killer. Oh, nice. Okay, and then just let him sit in the back and have his face melt off, and have that that big booby girl ride him for a little while and see what happens, and yeah, make him make a weird face see if, and see if sitting there with his eyes wide open because there's yeah. a. <laughs> Naked have no, chick on his lap. Have no formal training in reverse cowgirl. So yeah, I, don't, <laughs> cowgirl. I already did my best, and I have no regrets. I have no regrets at all. Can you imagine she's riding him in the back of the car and he's singing "She Bang, She Bang, Oh Baby, When She Move"? That'd be amazing, incredible. All right, my man. Well, that is a wrap on New York Ninja. Coming up next, as I have teased earlier. In the opening, we are doing uh, a little a little movie for our Irish fan club here. And we are going to do the uh, one and, as far as we know, only martial arts movie coming out of Ireland from 1998, Fatal Deviation. What do you know about this? Dude, all I know is, out of respect and admiration for all of our listeners in Ireland, I wanted to see if there was any martial arts films from Ireland. <laughs> and started Googling and found one. And man, I'm really looking forward to it. It looks like, from the trailer, it might be kind of on the level of New York Ninja. So I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited to try, uh, to try this out. Because I don't think I've seen an Irish martial arts film before. Me neither. That is coming up next week. Slancha to our Irish fans. Fatal Deviation from 1998. On You Have Offended This Podcast. 